0: Hello, and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast, where the discussion is always on spaceships with Jane Fonda.
1: It's always on hairy men.
0: It's always on your pleasure meter, sex device, torture thing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's always on guys who look like the old Baltar, not new Baltar.
0: It's always on furries.
1: It's always on smooth, men with wings.
0: It's always on steaming hands.
1: It's always on pills.
0: Pills. pills. It's not always on pills, but so. No, sales.
1: sometimes, I mean, well, it's kind of Yeah, that's true.
0: I am Ryan Snyder, one of your co-hosts, and with me as always...
1: Hello, everyone, I'm Gabe Mara. I am a podcaster and a comedian and a writer. Ryan, what do you do?
0: bartender extraordinaire and True. i cook things sometimes
1: i like it yeah. i like it i like the things you cook Ryan. yeah
0: it's tasty yeah i discovered um i told you about this the uh the classy trashy
1: no why
0: oh so um friend of the show neil heimsoth uh and i had uh, had dinner with the ladies and bought fried chicken
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i tasked him with like getting something that paired well with fried chicken so he looked it up and apparently it's like sparkling whites like prosecco sure so we had fried chicken and sparkling wine and we called it classy trashy that
1: sounds fantastic yeah
0: so i discovered classy trashy two will Mm -hmm. be lambrusco and hot dogs
1: that sounds great yeah Ryan, i think that should be your next endeavor you open a small stand somewhere and call it classy trashy and you sell only champagne and comfort food
0: yeah that's pretty much that's uh that's gonna be my theme for my famous super bowl party this year is classy trashy i like it so really trashy food but done classy with pinkies up
1: i dig it ryan thanks to you i believe leave i may have convinced my uh my general manager to put high life on tap at the bar i work nice. at now and we might do two dollar high life in a coupe specials with an option of turning it into a hobo negroni
0: that's awesome
1: yeah because like apparently my bar manager and i have a lot of uh the gm have, and i have a lot of uh, similar taste in beverages
0: excellent yeah hear that so, dale from des moines
1: dale from des moines you did you're a fucking genius what a guy! Yeah, man, my whole world opened up. Ryan, what's new with you besides classy trashies? Uh, not much.
0: Working. Yeah. I, I took uh, that that week off to go on vacation, and now I'm punishing myself by picking up as many shifts as possible.
1: Because
0: mm. when you go on vacation, you don't make money. That's true. So That's... I had I had to work a Sunday brunch shift, which was actually you've done it before. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a hoot. Yeah, it's quite a bit of fun. It's a really
0: relaxing you, time. You pretty much make two drinks. Yeah. The entire time. And that's funny. Two different uh, drinks. Concerning the um,
1: we're craft cocktail fancy ass bartenders. That is a strange luxury. Just make mimosas.
0: Yeah, mimosas and, and bloodies. And bloodies. And it's just there's no shaking. It's just yeah. all rolling.
1: Yep. Easy peasy. Yeah, I like it. Tomato squeezy. Yeah. What's new with you? Uh not much, Ryan. Uh my my countdown to singledom is on the road. It Sad is face. a bummer. Yeah. But that's okay. Life goes on. It's all about choices. What that means, though, is that I'm going to see a lot more movies coming up soon. Hey. So I'm going to be back on that. So that's, that's, a, that's a...
0: That's a plus. Yeah, that's a that's, sad yeah, plus. Yeah, it's
1: a sad plus. I can go back to my generally quiet existence of hanging out in Barnes & Noble's and movie theaters all the time.
0: Okay. You let me know when you go to the movies. Yeah, which will be always. Yeah.
1: That's Ryan. The 86 list is over. It's,
0: yeah, it's been over. It's over.
1: So, it was time for us to get back to format. So, did we do a movie?
0: We did a movie.
1: What was said movie?
0: We did 19... 68...
1: uh,
0: 68. 68. Barbarella.
1: Queen of the Galaxy!
0: Trailer! Meet the most beautiful creature of the future. Her name is Barbarella. And she makes science fiction something else. Jane Fonda is Barbarella. Barbarella is a five-star, double-rated astro-navigatrix Earth girl whose specialty is... Love! Shall I tell you what I would like? I think I know. Her top secret mission is a real wing dinger.
1: I got him.
2: Good many dramatic situations begin with screaming.
0: Send me a cool.
1: So, some of the trailer. Yeah, That's of, a lot. I don't yeah. think you really need to listen to the smooth, jazzy sounds while she says flat lines with her eyes wide open.
0: Yeah. Lizards, uh, can
1: you tell that we weren't crazy about this already?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you sounded very excited last week. I, I was really excited because this is one of those uh, like cult hits. It's a
1: it's a cult classic, like Point Blank.
0: Yeah. And uh, anytime I'm going in to see a cult classic that I've never seen before, I'm always like. Yes, gonna, finally. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping it's going to be like one of those new loves. And sometimes it's not.
2: Uh, not so much.
1: Yeah, there are different brands of cult.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you feel about
1: this? Well, first of all, Ryan, what is it, and what's it about?
0: Uh, it is about a like space agent.
1: Yeah, of like, some sort. A sexy space agent. Sexy space agent who serves the Republic of Earth. Who are, who are now kind of like a Demolition Man-esque, like and sexless but sexy society.
0: And she's hunting down an 80s rock band. Yeah, correct. Yeah. With,
1: give or take two Ds. Yeah,
0: Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Duran um, Duran. Yeah, and then she just goes across the galaxy and every time her spaceship breaks down... she just often. She sleeps with somebody to get it going. And changes uses, the clothes. She uses sex as a motivating factor to... Get what she wants. But but not in very progressive woman.
1: Yeah, but in in like it they treat it very wide eyed, like like waif like, you know. There's this there's this term which I found really fascinating by Pop Culture Detective Agency, this great YouTube Mm -hmm. channel, and it's called Born Sexy Yesterday. It's this really kind of troubling trope that you don't realize is all over media. Okay. It's like in Splash or in Tron Legacy or in the Fifth Element, where there is a basically untouched over sexualized woman who a man takes on and you know it's that's the ultimate sexual fantasy where a woman is mentally a child but physically like a sex goddess and it's this weird kind of programming grooming thing that becomes this weird fantasy for men that's really kind of that's gross isn't it actually when you think about it you're like oh wait that's totally the case of like fifth element and like tron legacy isn't it it's it's kind of eye-opening i just eye-opening. watched fifth element yeah night too. no she is she has the mind of a child and she's all in you know, like sexy like it's not that's not what barbarella is but there's definitely that element of she yeah. she learns about the pleasures of the flesh it's you know it's it's uh how do they put it in 30 rock one of my favorite episodes sexy baby okay mm-hmm. yeah the, no. i'm a very sexy baby Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, it's a um. It was actually a very cutting satire on the sexy baby phenomenon.
0: I see. Tina Fey. Tina Fey, baby.
1: She's the best. Like Ryan, you said that you heard this is kind of about how Barbarella is a super sexy space slut, and that's not no. this movie at no, all. It's, it's really it not. It doesn't
0: slut shame it's her. It's very at all. innocent. Yeah, and it's it's pretty tame mm-hmm. by today's standards.
1: Yeah, I mean it was sixty eight, but still, it's still it's really cute.
0: Yeah, like I watching it I could see like a, a group of people like smoking a joint in the sixties and like passing it around and watching this in like some, you know, dirty movie theater. Yeah. It has that feel of a, a cult classic. It just it the look, the feel, the, mm-hmm. the music It's very
1: visually engaging. I love the way this movie looks. <clears throat> yeah, you mentioned it. It's, it's from incredibly from the competently directed. I mean, Roger Vadim, the director, he's a classic. He made all sorts of like a like erotic art film like he worked mm-hmm. he was married to brigitte bardot he made and then god created women which is just like classic sex films which by now are very very like cute
0: yeah yeah they're quaint by by today's standards yeah mm-hmm. it's, i mean it's, there's it's, sexier stuff, like, stuff happens edge. in
1: like like children's television yeah I mean, like jessica rabbit yeah this movie kind of dumbfounds me a little bit it's long
0: I mean, yeah, this is this is
1: a, this is a long hundred-minute movie. Yeah. there are a lot of short hundred-minute movies. This is not one of them.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of these scenes just linger mm-hmm. for longer than they need to. Yeah, there's and a lot even, of uh,
1: her like playing at controls and seeing some Stan Brackage colorful of things happening on a screen, and saying space words. Yeah, long reaction shots. And, you know, like, it's like I mean, the the, the the it's basically Barbarella goes to go find find space scientist Duran Duran. She crashes on Ice Planet. Children capture her. this It's just all sorts of like circumstances yeah, for he her to go. is he the bad guy again? Like- uh, he, he, the science war things? The science war. He wants to take okay. over the Matmos and the Black Queen. She has sex with the hairy guy. And then she has sex with the angel. And then she uh, goes to meet the Black Queen, who seduces her, sort of, not. And then Duran Duran, Count Baltar, puts her in a sex machine. And then she goes into the dream machine, and then uh, the angel guy takes them away. Credit the end. That's the movie.
0: Yeah, that's this movie that's... could
1: be like like thirty minutes long.
0: Yeah, it could easily just be a short. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it's so like well revered and remembered. Like it's, I
1: think it's, I think it's, um, it's all the visuals and the feeling of it. It feels like goofy, fluffy, fair. Like I, I said to you early on in the movie, like the at the third time where it's just like. Her riding in a sled, and there's like like fun, fluffy Austin Powers '60s music without yeah. a lot of horns. Think like it's all Tom Jones music. And I actually f- really like the music in this. You do? I I think it's I think it's I like the music independent of the movie. Yeah. But what I'm looking at does not match. The, no yeah the audio
0: it's game show music
1: it's all game show music and it's cute yeah i like I, I, I never want to watch this movie again i'm not bothering it's i got the idea it's fun and like you i love the opening like you know like sing, yeah like, the, the opening is the really cool really cool that you get this you get a full-on like almost burlesque strip thing where ryan have you ever been to a burlesque show yeah Yeah, I think what's really fun about them, the whole thing about an entertaining striptease is you watch someone take it all off top to bottom with a certain sense of theatricality. And the movie opens at the fun, sexy 60s music, and you see her covered head to toe in her spacesuit. And it's slowly, she takes off her clothes suggestively while floating and spinning in the air. And I'm not sure how they did it. That's really cool. I was very impressed. And it's fun and sexy, but unfortunately, I think that's the highlight of the movie
0: yeah it the opening reminded me a little bit of like the opening for uh rocky horror mm-hmm. with you know cool music and like cool opening titles but unfortunately this does not function in no. quite the same fun culty campy way this is just kind of i i said it while we we're watching i was like i think this is pretty fucking stupid
1: yeah no i think this is <laughs> like that's what i am I'm, I'm not sure if it's stupid or if it's just simple or if they were if they were doing something intentionally vapid, like they just wanted to do something kind of like, like you should watch this movie if the same amount, if even less brain power than it takes to watch a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, like, I think you and I, especially if we're watching this movie for a show where we discuss and analyze, there was nothing for us to gain out of it unless we were in no. the show. Where we're like, wasn't that the and then the Black Queen with the with the horn and then the sexy thing and then the boob. But
0: we've gotten a lot of content out of like other movies that are light and airy but yeah this is just like
1: i think this is kind of empty yeah it's like a flower pot pretty on the outside nothing there
0: yeah dirt like, on the i don't inside. i don't
1: even really <laughs> like it this feels like star trek episodes that happen to get really cutely sexy like 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 british body like oh here's a boob yeah and, you know, it's, I, I I don't like Star Trek. I don't like classic Star Trek. I find them very yeah, but, boring. Was
0: there, like, one topless scene?
1: For the most part, yeah. And then the rest of it is her, like, in shadow. Yeah. So it's it's very, you know, it's suggestive. And it's, yeah. It's sexy. In its own
0: way, I suppose. I
1: suppose. I don't know if you like watching stripteases. But maybe if I was sitting in a darkened movie theater with, like, a martini in my hand, I'd enjoy this movie. But... Yeah. I don't know if I heard this is playing at the movie theater, I'd be like, well, pass. Yeah.
0: It's not mm-hmm. like, yeah, I need to see this on the big screen. Like, yeah. That'll make the experience better. Like,
1: why, why do you think people love this movie so much? Like it's number 40 on like, like entertainment Weekly's like top 50 cult films.
0: Again, I find those entertainment weekly writing a list of mm-hmm. of cult classics to be kind of empty in itself. It's, yeah. You're an entertainment, you know, website, magazine, <laughs> whatever. Why? Like, you're very poppy mm-hmm. pop culture. I don't really trust that kind of list. Like, sure, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I trust a list of top fifty cult classics from some rando on Reddit. Sure, over that, but why yeah. the over the the yeah. movie going public? There's a lot this? of love
1: for this movie. I think I, tangentially, there's a lot of love for it. If not necessarily, it's people being like, "Oh, I love Barbarella."
0: If Barbarella is your favorite movie. I, I, wanna, I wanna I want to know why
1: are you a costume designer is that why
0: Yeah it, it, there's not really much here like I don't find the characters to be memorable no I, they're kind of goofy
1: mm-hmm. I laughed at this movie a few times I, I rarely laughed with it yeah
0: I, I don't know if it's it, it's just it's cheeky maybe people who appreciate a different level of camp. Mm. like again i'll bring up rocky horror but like i love rocky horror Mm. it's campy it's fun it's sing along it's very engaging yeah this is a level of camp that is beyond me i suppose
1: see i there's but i I, I don't think you or i fetishize the 60s at all i don't really have any kind of fondness for it do you
0: uh i going back to before we started i do but only for that like uh, like drive-in culture, kind of like mm. ads from the sixties. Oh, sure. Thing.
1: Well, I think it'll be like like television. We I mean, like like I don't. I don't think that we don't. Really, we don't really like the zeitgeist of the sixties. No, we like certain artifacts of the sixties. Yeah, but for me, like, like it, it's. I hate hippies so. Yeah, like, see, that's kind of exactly what I mean. I don't like pot culture. I don't like that kind of silly free sex kind of thing. I mean, that I'm sure I would have had a great time if I'd yeah. been there, but you know, it's. I I made the note that oh, Austin Powers took everything from this. This Mm -hmm. is like Austin Powers like copied so much and had a lot of fun with it, poking fun at the sixties. Yeah, but there's this weird like innocent like oh, it's all just it's all just sex, wink. It's all. It probably
0: is people who like dig the sixties that much. Like Mm -hmm. I've never been drag queens. Yeah, I've never been a fan of like people who do that with this like you mentioned with the pot culture thing like people are like way into like pot it's like uh, okay are you 17 because i I know (laughs) i know adults now who like you know i just like to you know come home take a hit off a joint and then go to bed like okay cool so you're not a teenager you know how to use drugs like an adult mm -hmm. you know but but celebrating the whole 60s free love post Vietnam. Yeah, like like,
1: space race, fantasy, sci-fi, yeah that sexuality. All that
0: rolled into one makes a really boring person.
1: Yeah, for me it makes a really like like tacky cocktail. Like I don't I don't have fun with this kind of thing. For me, I like a little more subversion. I think you and I were seventies and eighties guys. I like like the aesthetic. I like the art. And the sixties I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's hot. It's fine. This is I need more than this. I need more function to this. Like, we could have watched the whole movie and fast forward and gotten the point. Yeah. And we could have played the soundtrack in the background. It would have been more fun. Like, if this movie was playing, like, in, not to allude to our test, but if this movie was playing in the background of a bar with no audio, I'd look up at it every now and again. Because, I mean, Jane Fonda is extremely beautiful in this movie. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly know how to, like, like photograph her because mm-hmm. she looks great yeah she, she most certainly does and like sexy dudes look sexy dude I'm like okay fine yeah. Eh. yeah
0: this movie is a bucket of unsalted unbuttered popcorn
1: yeah they're actually i like that it's, i like plain food
0: i don't i need that yeah. salt i need like enough butter that like i can feel it clogging my arteries Ooh, Ryan. i love it like ugh. but mm-hmm. like this just like it's it's content sure mm-hmm. are gonna enjoy it probably not yeah. it's light airy and full of nothing
1: yeah it's just kind of like a a salad heavy on mayonnaise i'm like what? what
0: why would you do that
1: why would you do that that's weird okay i was like oh no this is this was the recipe back in the 60s i'm like pass yeah like i know you're adding a lot of flavor to it but it's all empty and gross yeah yeah we talk about food a lot, right?
0: We do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched a, a movie that has the uh, some of the '60s elements to it. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, sure. Where they have that like late '50s, early '60s kind of like white picket fence community. Yeah. And the scene where they're all bringing food to the barbecue. It's like you have to try my ambrosia salad.
1: Ambrosia like, salad. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's I think that you and I are too too cynical for this to be anything but i'll take that yeah i think that there's there's just too much cute hope and funniness to this like it's cute yeah and you know i like cute but even my cute should come as some element of realism and satire to it you know i i find this i just found it be boring yeah it's same. too bad yeah i think like and the funny thing is though this is probably the best it could have been i don't think like well remaking it i think that'd be a terrible idea yeah. you'd only make something true like that would be going the complete other direction you'd overcorrect so hard you'd make something like unbearable to watch to me
0: yeah and i feel i feel like in today's environment they would probably mm-hmm. turn this into like a fuck film
1: yeah and like you know like maybe if they made a campy straight up like cheeky porn okay whatever i'll skim through that yeah yeah but this there's for me it's like it's like a tacky satin pillow. I don't want that in my house. I'm yeah. sure it's soft I, and cute. I, I,
0: yeah, I don't need that.
1: Yeah. I don't no. need people seeing that. Yeah, that's fine. Put it back in the attic. It's like a red leather jacket. It's like, why would I ever own that? Yeah. All right, Ron. You should um administer our test, please. Okay. Uh Stop so here.
0: it is a fall day like today. Sure. Let's let's take today's environment. Not it's too hot, not too today. cold, perfect cool leather jacket mm-hmm. weather. You walk into a bar, sit down. You're seeing that this is on the TV.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: are ordering a drink or even staying around for this. You go to another bar.
1: <laughs> oh, if, uh, you know, I'll stick around for a minute. I mean, like, you know, as always, I'd, I'd always rather be in a movie bar than a not movie bar. That, you know, I'd rather be looking at Barbarella than watching ESPN or, or fucking CNN yeah. or something. Because I'd rather be watching, looking at this. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. I mean... I'd probably, I'd sit and I'd enjoy it for a minute. I mean, I'm not going to leave. I, I'm trying to think, is there any movie, like, that would be playing in a movie, like, in a bar that would make me leave? Like, I can't imagine. Man of Steel? No, see, I would want to have a conversation about Man of Steel. Mm. There aren't a lot of movies that I find unbearable to watch. Like, I don't know, maybe if they're, if they're putting on, like, something, like, grizzly, but in which case I'd be, like, I'd complain. I'd yeah. actually complain. Like
0: Saw 4.
1: Yeah, if someone's playing Saw 4 or they're playing like uh, like Last House on the Left or something, which I have not seen, to be fair. Yeah. But if, I'm, if I don't want to watch like Grizzly snuff while I'm at a bar, I'm like, why are you playing this? What's wrong with you? Yeah. But while I'm, Barbara am is playing, I'm going to sit down. I'd be like, oh, who put this on? Barbara, bartender's like, oh, I did. I like this movie. I mean, I'm not going to pay attention. She's just really hot. i be like, well, fair enough. Um... I'd order one drink, maybe like, I don't know, maybe like a nice light, I kind of want something light and fluffy and sweet to watch this just for a second. I don't know, maybe get a nice sweet beer. Or if the guy wants to make me, if they make a good like bleachy teeny, something stupid, I'd be like, let's have something pink. Okay. And then I'd finish it and I'd leave. I'm sure I could have, find something better to do. Okay. What about you, Ryan?
0: Um, I would probably I'd ask Feel that autumn I,
1: breeze in your face.
0: I'd have to ask the bartender to see what other movies are behind the bar. What's mm-hmm. it, what else is in that collection? Because if you're playing Barbarella, you probably have an interesting eclectic taste.
1: Ryan, what if the guy's like, oh, it's this or we're back? A dinosaur story.
0: Um, let me get my tab.
1: <laughs> Just to a- close it out. Yeah. Mm, pass. Uh, yeah, I'll pass. Sorry, man.
0: I, I I would think that like down there would <clears throat> be like. A copy of the warriors and some other like yeah. cool like 60s yeah. 70s like cult yeah. classics C-
1: clearly you, you, you enjoy something aesthetically culty if you enjoy this movie but wanting to watch it is confusing to me yeah like having a fetishistic like appreciation for the art that's one thing. If you have a Barbarilla poster, it poster, they cool. That's a cool poster. But what are you drinking, Ryan?
0: Um, I'm I'm gonna hope that the bartender knows how to make like egg white cocktails. I'm, oh I'm yeah, feeling that, like that'd a, be good. A light, fluffy egg white cocktail, like a That's William good. Henry Pratt.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I think
0: that would go well. Something dumb like that. You know that weird like green color. I feel like it would just say like '60s.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So Alright, yeah, yeah. that's a fair point. Test number two for you.
1: Mm, yes, sir. You administer. Sure. Ryan, in the name of Katie Catest's Z- Katie commence for the Katie Catest, um, would you recommend Barbarella to a young, aspiring filmmaker slash burgeoning cinephile? Is this something someone can learn from or just enjoy? Uh
0: I would say this is tough because like i I'd, I'd want someone to check this off their list for cult movies Mm -hmm. just to be able to have it you know in their repertoire of you know dick swinging with another cinephile so i probably would say watch it just to say that you've seen it Mm -hmm. but again for the third time rocky horror does everything that this is trying to do better so i would recommend that over this as as far as Mm -hmm. rewatchability. but yeah watch this at least once even though we both think it's stupid you might find something charming about it i'm not gonna like shit talk anyone who likes this movie if you like it yeah you like the things you like.
1: Sure. But you, you like I, camp. You like weirdness.
0: But I'd want someone to explain to me why they like it.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure they'd be apologetic about why they like it. You can't be like, what do you mean you don't like Barbarella?
0: They'd probably be like, "Yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I don't think I would recommend this to a young, like... Even even a bucket list thing. I think I went this long. Th- you and I both went this long without yeah. seeing it. If I never saw it, I don't think I'd get anything. I, I didn't learn anything from this movie. that I didn't already know. Like I'm glad I guess I finally saw it. But it's then for that's for the completionist. Yeah, this is me wanting to scratch an itch. I, I would say if you want to well, if you want to enjoy some silly sci-fi, watch Flash Gordon. I like Flash Gordon. That have Never seen
0: Flash Gordon. That movie's fucking stupid,
1: yeah? but it's also really enjoyable. Like imagine this, but popcorn. 80s, 90s, okay. like, goofy shit. Timothy Dalton is in it. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's it's great. And Ming the Merciless. I actually really like Flash Gordon. I, have, I haven't seen it in a while, but I only have fond, fond memories of it. And if you want to see some, like, sweet 80s aesthetics, I mean, there's certain, you know, 60s aesthetics, there's fucking countless movies you could be watching instead. Watch Valley of the Dolls for something sexy and strange. Watch another um, Roger Vadim movie. Find something, anything. I don't know. It's, just it. not this. Yeah. Or watch watch The Fifth Element. That's a great sci-fi fun film, despite what I just said about Born Sexy yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, check out that video. It's really interesting.
0: Corbin Dallas. Corbin Dallas. Lilu One of the few movies where the protagonist and antagonist never meet.
1: Mm-hmm. Great movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, So that concludes our conversation on Barbarella. Rent it if you must, but if you don't want to, you can skip it. Yeah. You can YouTube clips and you'll get the exact idea out of
0: it. You can just watch the trailer and you'll get the Yeah, idea you'll get of the exactly <laughs> the
1: idea. You're not gonna get anything more other than seeing her nipples. Like we said, you
0: could fast forward this whole movie, be done with it in fifteen minutes and mm-hmm. you got the gist. You're yeah, not really much. missing anything at all.
1: If you really wanna see boobs, I have a few <clears throat> websites for you. Yeah. All right, cool. We will be back with a game. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh Daniel, start talking.
2: Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading?
1: Hate it. I've always hated it.
2: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh
1: Uh-oh. The
2: Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh... The Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my God, this this book is so painful. Yeah,
1: I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, what, I know what that's like. And surely, uh... you were
1: in a car that landed in Blackwater?
2: Yeah, I, dude, I know, I fucking killed a you one fought. Uh... <laughs> you,
1: Oh, Okay, never mind.
2: Um, Alongside, do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid, cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read The Giver? You work in a bookstore? And and I and I was like really close to just snapping. I like, was going like, listen, girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
1: On-air challenge: slow readers exclusive.
2: Slow readers exclusive. Can Game Fit Gone Girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No, but our one <laughs> run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged Barrel to Arms The Magicians. Wise book, Ethan from An Object of Beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying Sex and Violence, the hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area. And then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio.
1: Oh, Daniel, you goober. Oh, Daniel. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm gonna get new ads going at some point. Also, I, I'd love to get ads from, uh, from. The Whiparound Gang, who just celebrated their one year anniversary. So, congratulations to those guys. guys. Congrats to Phil, Sean, Dave, and Jill for a year of great podcasting.
0: It's honestly, uh, I I start my work week on Wednesdays, and that's Mm -hmm. when they drop. Mm -hmm. And I will start off. Getting ready for work by putting it on when I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. And then I continue listening to that entire podcast on my way to work. And I usually wrap up just as I'm walking in the door. Yeah. So it's, it, you guys are part of my Wednesday routine. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're done listening to this show, and then done listening to Slow Readers.
1: Go yeah. listen to The Whip Around. Go check it they're, out. They're great. They're a great show. I think Ryan and I will probably be on there soon to help them celebrate.
0: Probably have someone from them over here. Yeah, I can't
1: wait. We just had Sean on Slow Readers. So we hope to get... Um, we should get Phil back here. It's been a while since yeah. we've had Phil. If we could get like well, Sean there as well, we should get Dave and Jill at some point. Um, we should we should do it, Ryan. good time.
0: Yeah, I would I would love to have any of them here.
1: Mm-hmm. i also kind of want to get in contact with the Chavis Bickle and the Riviera guys because their show is very interesting.
0: Is it? I haven't mm-hmm. listened yet.
1: Yeah, it's very very. It's kind of like interestingly free form. It's very interesting.
0: Okay. We're work like. Pfft.
1: Yeah, we're 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 regimented dog. Speaking of regimented dogs. Yes. Actually, that's not <laughs> a transition at all, Ryan. There's this, there's this, there's a certain game we play there that's is. become a true highlight of our show. I'm, yes. always, I'm enjoying it very much these days. And feedback's been very good on it. People are really enjoying it. Hooray. And um, it all started one day when Ryan showed me a DVD of the movie Mask. Uh, yes. Now, I've heard of Mask, the story of Rocky Dennis, the true story of Rocky Dennis, a kid with a really fucked up face with some hydrocephalitis. Sure, sounds great. Sure. But he apparently is a kid of great heart great spirit funny who takes care of his drug addicted mom and he like inspires like children or something and i don't think he really inspires them well we will get to that and i look at the dvd and i'm like ronnie you got mask and then you told me you had a big problem with that dvd what was it
0: Uh, that it said that on the front that he's a hero and he's not a hero he's a nice kid good heart not a hero
1: now i took a pause at this and I'm like Ryan what do you mean he's not a hero he's Rocky Dennis he persevered over his he's a fucked up face
0: just cause you got a fucked up face does not make you a hero
1: so I discovered that Ryan has an insane I think insane code, yes. insane code <laughs> he has these very strict barriers that delineates what is and what is not a hero so now I present Ryan with characters both fictional and non-fiction and I ask them the question are they a uh, Hero,
2: hero or not, not a, a hero. hero?
1: Theme music.
0: Good so you times. just pulled some Barbarella music?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's called <laughs> Pearly Whites. Found that on the, on a, like, non licensed music website. Ba-ba-bum, ba-ba-bum. Yeah, that's the one. All right, Ryan. Yeah. So, are you ready for your first person this episode? All right. Because we've got to find out if Ryan Snyder thinks they're a hero or not a hero. Bring it on. All right, Ryan. Your first character. We have a comic book figure Ooh. who was also made into a very popular adaptation in the '90s. He's a uh, he's a mild mannered fella, beaten down by life. He just wants love. He just wants to hang out with his dog. But boy, life sure is beating him down. Until one day, he discovers a magical artifact. And when he places it upon his face, he becomes a zany, green-faced, catch-line-slinging, wild man who takes on the mob and gets money and fights for the love of a certain Miss Cameron Diaz. Mm -hmm. I I bring to you, Ryan, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Is The Mask a hero? As opposed to Mask, who to you is not a hero?
0: Um... It's been a long time since I've seen while. this movie, uh, so I'm going off of what I remember. Mm-hmm. So if you pre- present any new information, I do reserve the right to change my answer.
1: Sure. I believe he robs a bank at some. point.
0: That, yeah, that's why I'm going with not a hero because I do remember all of the actions he took, even though they might have seemed heroic. Were yeah, he quite fights. He fights a bad selfish. guy named Rocco or something. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with not a
1: hero. Not mask is not a hero, but yeah. he says smoking.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. He's, he asks Say, people to stop him. Is, uh, I'm somebody. Sorry. <laughs> stop
1: me! Do, you and know nobody
0: those, has the balls to do it.
1: Those catchphrases have aged so badly. It's so funny to me. Uh,
0: maybe we should watch that as a palate cleanser, just for the hell of Honestly, it.
1: Honestly, I'd love to. All um, right, I'm, Ryan, I'm watching the show Fresh Off the Boat. Um, it takes place in the '90s. It's by uh, Eddie Wong. I'm also reading the book. The book's great. Um, but it's, so it's all about the '90s. There's jokes about Shaq Fu and stuff. And at some point, one of uh, Eddie's little buddies dresses up as the mask, and he just won't stop going. Somebody stop me! Smoking. Smoking.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Not a Hero.
1: <laughs> Purely on the strength of those catchphrases.
0: Uh, yeah, on the strength of nineties catchphrases, not a hero. Sorry. That's a
1: fair point. Boy. I remember loving that movie. And I remember I still think about that scene where he's in jail because John Ritter's wife betrayed him. And he tells his dog to like just leave him, and the dog runs up the wall and saves him.
0: And then, we should watch and, and then the sequel that came out. The son of the mess from Jamie Master.
1: Kennedy. I hear it's not oh, a good movie. Oh,
0: Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, do you remember do. Malibu's Most Wanted?
1: I do remember. I never saw it, but I recall it. Well, uh, I was we going to video Really early
0: game. 2000s schlock comedy. Ugh. Good
1: times. All right, Ryan. Here's your next character for our game of Hero Not a Hero. Okay. We have a cinema classic. noted to be one of the greatest films of all time. Ooh. We have our protagonist, a young lady, someone who just wants to break free, like the vines. She just wants to She wants to find her place in the world. But when she does get whisked away from her boring black-and-white life into a magical world of color, she discovers that maybe she just wanted to be home all along, even though she makes great weird friends in magical cities. So, I bring to you Ryan Snyder, Dorothy Gale from The Wizard of Oz, Hero, hmm. not a hero.
0: Now, this is going to be... A, this is maybe a, a philosophical debate. Mm-hmm. The All the actions in Oz, are mm-hmm. we meant to believe that, that, that that's actually another world she went into, or is, or is this just a dream sequence?
1: Let us assume it's all real.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: That she does, in fact, kill a witch of her house, and then she does, in fact befriend a scarecrow, a tin man, and a lion, and also, once again, accidentally kills another witch.
0: Hmm. This is tough. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't set out. She wants to reach the city of Oz she so she can go She actively
1: does nothing in the whole movie.
0: Yeah, and then I guess the killing of the witch is accidental, so the saving of Oz is incidental.
1: Yeah, twice over. Not a hero. Not a hero? Not a hero. Dorothy Gale, not a hero?
0: Dorothy Gale, not a hero. Maybe... Judy
1: Garland, who sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow, not a hero.
0: Maybe Dorothy... And her actions in Return to Oz.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's a thing.
0: I would say hero there.
1: We should watch that. I honestly, I started watching it like twice. Walter Murch directed that movie, and he's one of the greatest editors uh, in a Mystery. It's
0: weird. I want. I always wanted to see the Whiz too. I never saw that.
1: Yeah, it's that's Sidney Lumet.
0: Great, good double feature.
1: Right yeah, there. that should be a great double feature.
0: Um, yeah, Dorothy Gale not a hero. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, I can't say that she did anything actively heroic
1: yeah i think if anyone does anything heroic it's the three other dudes like the cowardly lion overcomes his fear to act and who
0: needs courage when you've got a a gun gun?
1: yeah i love that thing
0: what's the other uh song by um america tin man uh oz never did give nothing to the tin man
1: Hmm, i'm sure i know it i just don't i just can't summon it
0: it's like 70s like Band America.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I love my yacht rock. Wow. All right, so Dorothy. Yeah, sorry. Not a hero. That's fine by Slight me. Slight tangent on America. Personally, I don't have a lot of fondness for Wizard of Oz. I think it's a really great movie. It's one of my it. wife's favorites. i I, uh, Sure. Like, you know, that one and Sound of Music are just movies that I don't have any. That's another one, I yeah, no, I know a lot of people who really love both those movies. I know Anthony DeSanctis, one of our previous guests, loves The Wizard of Oz. Really? On a technical level, it's it's an amazing, gorgeous movie.
0: Didn't that movie also have, like, four directors?
1: Just the one main dude.
0: I thought that there were, like... I, I thought I remember... I, thought I, thought was, I think it was, like, a, a very Trouble difficult production. production but,
1: yeah. you know, I'm a, I, I, I don't get it, personally. For me, it's a Didn't movie people that people die. Of, too i don't think that, i don't think that's true not I the spray thought, paint thing oh i think after the fact i think no. it definitely affected his health I, I for me i don't have a lot of fondness for the wizard of oz i, I like what, in my future children i'm not gonna rush to show them that
0: yeah there's uh, it's i'd rather probably, them
1: watch the star wars and indiana joneses
0: yeah i mean uh, what's mm. what's age appropriate for children you can probably like pop out a kid and put him in front of a vcr and show him wizard of oz and nothing's gonna happen might yeah. be scared of monkeys for a little bit but yeah. that's not it
1: Uh, no i don't get it personally yeah uh, all right not a hero not a hero and lastly ryan we have a really interesting one one that i kind of pulled out of nowhere because i was just thinking about this character for literally no reason it comes from one of your favorite like tv art universes okay a character who by all accounts is primarily just eye candy and or a victim but then again we consider some of the things that she might have overcome also some of her qualifications and also maybe the example she sets sometimes we have the perpetual damsel and race car driver extraordinaire Penelope Pitstop from Wacky Races. Penelope
0: Pitstop?
1: Yes. Nice. Paul. And also, there's the perils of Penelope Pitstop, where it's mostly her getting captured or getting in trouble, but she also gets herself out of these things by being somehow really good at random shit, too. Yeah, but Peter Perfect
0: comes along. Quick, That's so, true.
1: You know? So, they're, I, I didn't want to see Peter Perfect, because that guy's obviously a hero. Perfect, yeah. So, what about Penelope Pitstop? Hero? Not a hero. Hmm. Help! Help!
0: You know, she even... Hmm... She's always in the races. Yeah, and she's—I
1: know you're a big Hanna Barbera guy, right?
0: Hmm. I, you know, I'm gonna—I'm gonna call her a hero.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because she does uh, do a few things that do lead to the, uh, the destruction of Dick Dastardly and Muttley's vehicle, usually. <laughs> so, uh, and he's kind of a bastard.
1: Who? Dick Dastardly. Yeah, that's a fair point.
0: Yeah, so you know what she she goes up against him and comes out on top, even though she might end up as a damsel from time to time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Penelope Pitstop, hero.
1: See, I can dig that, Ryan. I do agree with you. You know, what's a trope I really hate. I hate it's uh the this hanging the lampshade on the damsel. Mm-hmm. It's um it's the line like uh, apparently like Legend of Tarzan did this mm-hmm. and uh and fucking. Um, John Carter of Mars did a terrible job of this, the movie where the only thing you do to try and make your your female protagonist, more like less of a damsel, is they have a line like "I'm not just a damsel," and then uh, they get captured anyway. And then they're For me, just I think a damsel. exactly. For me, that's really that's the, the laziest thing you could possibly do. It's acknowledging you have a problem and not doing anything about it. It's like trying to throw something in the trash can, like and then leaving it when it misses. Mm-hmm. It's like you're actually a worse person. I think that, that's my opinion. So. There's something about a character like Penelope Pitstop who is just an archetype who when she does when she does acts of heroism, it's there's nothing ironic about it. There's nothing no, like there's it's no organic. Co- there's, it's organic. There's no course correcting. She's just a character doing a thing. And boy, I really hate that. I'm not just your average woman thing. And then they get become the victim and the kidnap one anyway. It's such lazy writing. It makes it fills me with bile.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations, now I'm gonna watch Wacky Races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You wacky know, races. I think Hanna Barbera, you can't go wrong with any of their characters. I think that's what you're mm-hmm. getting at is
1: What about Snagglepuss?
0: Uh, an early uh, interpretation of a gay character. Yes. I think very very good uh, good on them.
1: <laughs> that's true. Alright, um so we have ourselves come two heroes and a, no, only one hero and two not a heroes.
0: Yeah.
1: I can dig it. Yeah. Right, we're, we're nailing you down one character at a time.
0: Yeah, you'll slowly get my my code of ethics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one day it'll be heroes across the
1: board. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's more fun for me to find a morally complex character and see if you think they're a hero or not yeah. a hero. Like, like the mask.
0: Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. Well, that's how you play Hero Not, not a, a Hero! hero listeners as always if you have any suggestions if you want me to present ryan of any of these options send me a dm on instagram at sex and the word and violence pod on instagram send me all your suggestions i want to present ryan of these things i'm trying to i'm trying to lose track i almost asked you if i don't think i asked you before i almost asked you snake Plissken again but yeah i don't think so so guys please we want to hear
0: yeah a lot of characters
1: and I think that's our show, Ryan. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much it. Uh, you're out next week. I'm
1: not going to be here next week, so you're going to have a guest co-host.
0: I am. Uh, I think it's going to be Michelle Monaghan.
1: That's exciting.
0: So that should be fun.
1: Date night. Date night. Yeah, buddy. Um, so, uh, Ryan, plug.
0: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at tango like cash for mm. pictures of cocktails, my cat, other random goofabouts. You can also find me pretty much every weekend at the bookstore Speakeasy, 336 Adams Street, that's in Southside, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Slinging Gin, endorsing and Sin. Come on in. Let's drink. Yay. Hang out. Talk movies. Ryan, are you bartending
1: the Book of the Dead Halloween party? I
0: am. The uh, The Book of the Dead Halloween party is this Saturday, October 27th
1: mm-hmm. from
0: 9 to 1 in the morning. It'll be me and beautiful baby boy Dale.
1: Mm. Just two of you? Just two of us. Really? Just the two of us. Where's Skipper?
0: Uh, Arizona.
1: Wedding. Well, Oh, boy. Wedding season. Yeah. Um, what are you guys dressed up as this time?
0: Uh, so we're both broke. Uh-huh. So we're going to do costumes that we already have stuff for. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be Brody, and he's going to be Randall. Solid. Because they're cousins, actually. In the That's universe, true. So That's good. I thought that would be, and it's just wearing flannel, essentially, yeah. for him. And I just need a brown jacket with a face on the t-shirt. And mm-hmm. Good to go. I can dig it. Yeah, really understated. Who are you supposed to be? Don't fucking worry about it. Here's your drink. Yeah. Shut up.
1: Nice. It's like, I'm me. It's fine. Yeah. I can't express myself monosyllabically enough for you to understand. Bam. Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, please check out the other top gown radio show. It is Slow Readers, your weekly fast-paced literature podcast, where Daniel Gonzalez-Gonzalez and I discuss literature, books, reading, and literally nothing else fucking ever, dude. Just books. Just books. Um, coming up next week, we're doing uh, "We Have Always Lived in a Castle," and I believe after that, Ryan, you're going to be a guest on Slow Readers.
0: Uh, yeah. I was uh, texting Danny yesterday, trying mm. to figure that out. My car is still.
1: Fucked. Yeah, I'm sure Daniel can come here. So, yeah, that's what we was talking about. Yeah, or he'll pick you up and bring you to the dungeon. Yeah, you haven't been to the dungeon yet.
0: There's a new dungeon.
1: Mm, yeah, there's we have the top Gallant dungeon.
0: I've been to that one.
1: But the one, the one with the padded walls
0: oh no 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 okay we have a new dungeon new dungeon you
1: know um the old ones Top about cove oh top count dungeon okay yeah so that's a good time um other than that uh please um check out yeah check that out um find me on instagram at uh, baby mara five a's we're gonna follow this show on sex and violence pod and damn um give us some reviews Give us your stars we need you to rate and review us damn it
0: five stars gabriel is a boob
1: yes five stars ryan has boobs yes yes um so here's a couple seconds of whatever to make you do that All right, cool. So that's our show. Um, I'm excited to listen to the episode next week. Right? Yeah,
0: something, something fun. I mean, if I, if she backs out, it'll be something different. But mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, I don't want to tease too Rune much. Spice. But it is a Halloweenish movie.
1: It's a Halloweener. Yeah. All, All right, gang. See ya. Peace.
2: This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com.